But has anyone ever said anything to you that you're that, about yourself, and you're like, "How did you know that?" Or like, "Who told you that?" Or like, right? You know, like it kind of throws you off of like you're not someone in the caliber yeah. to know something like that. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Almost Cool. It's young homie Hooter over here. And over there, I believe, is young homie Marty Boy. How you doing, buddy? Here. Dude, I'm oh, over here. Bro. I swear. Uh, bro, you being I'm over there good. constantly puts me at ease. <laughs> you know, I just... You know. Yeah, puts me in a good mood. And I say, what, being what's on over side. there? And I see it's Martin. Oh, boy. Life... It just gets a little bit better for the day. <laughs> I just, <laughs> dude. I you know it's. Uh, we talked about doing this show in the morning, um, in the like in the future, like recording in the morning. And it's so funny because the dynamic that we have is. I feel like we always record like kind of right after work yeah. or something like that. So like I've had my whole day to kind of be awake and get my things going, and now we're both just like. Hey, how are you? <laughs> oh, I'm doing great. Good morning. Like, sound like, like, it's so sound like ushers at church on a bright and early Sunday morning, boy. Welcome in. God bless you, exactly. Like the 8 o'clock service. <laughs> God bless you, brother. <laughs> oh, shout out Brother yeah, Brown, no, man, boy. I've been, I've been good. I've had a... Sorry. Shout out Brother Brown. <laughs> oh, oh God. Shout out Pastor Will. <laughs> Uh, Winston Salem, North Carolina, dude. I so I grew up in the church, and I remember there being uh, like an acapella group in my church. Like that's what our worship music right. was. And as a kid, I was just I was so obsessed with music. I remember going to church every Sunday, or you know, not every Sunday, but most Sundays, and listening to this acapella group do worship music. They came out with a CD. <laughs> I had one hundred percent bought that <laughs> CD, and there's one song that I. I haven't listened to the song probably since I was 10 years old, but it's ingrained in my head. Like I, I can't forget it. I won't forget it. I'll never forget it. <laughs> and I don't even know what the – I think it's called uh, – oh, it's a Criminal on the Cross is Ooh. what it's called. <laughs> and it's like a – it starts off like a quartet like – Like it's crazy and it's a – Many years ago when the time of the Bible, they took him up to Calvary. Ooh. They could have let him go, but instead they took a rabbit and a criminal fee. <laughs> Dude, I know the God, whole song. Man. I could do I <laughs> I love it. Dude, one of oh, my favorites is uh, Revolution by Kirk Franklin. That was always a bop growing up. Oh, man. If you never listen to that song, <laughs> dude, if you don't end up praising the Lord after that, boy, you're in for it. Like... <laughs> 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 that's one man who Bro, can get you to find Jesus man. today. <laughs> that shit. Oh boy, that song. There's one. I think it's like probably my favorite Vine of all time. Was uh, this guy rolls up? And he <laughs> pulls up next to this guy, just kind of sitting on the steps. And he rolls down his window. He's just mm-hmm. like, "Hey, you heard that new Kirk Franklin?" And he's like, "What? He's like, you heard that new <laughs> Kirk Franklin? Nah, turn it up." It's just like, whoa, just like going at it. And the guy's just like, oh, 
turn that up. You mind if I praise the Lord real quick? It just starts like going. Oh, bro. I, I love that video so much. I, every time I come across it, I'll watch it at least 20 times. It's so good. It's so good. Sounds like an intro to bro, a Kanye bro. West video. <laughs> For real. Oh, Lord. Well, everybody. Uh, yeah, thank you again for tuning in. Uh, please, if you don't mind. Uh, sorry, I'm like kind of playing tug of war with my dog as I go through this little intro. Uh, if you hear some squeaking in the background, that's just Goose doing his thing. Uh, but yeah, please follow the podcast on Instagram at almostcoolpod. You can follow Marty over there. at um, Dude, also, before I say this. Bro, let's change our Instagram handles yeah. to Hooter over here, Marty over there. Like, what do you think about that? I think that'd be. <laughs> oh, why did we? Why did we not think of that? Well, for that? the oh god, Marty over here <laughs> for the time being. <laughs> Instagram handles: uh, creation underscore of Martin and Jordan Hooter underscore. Uh, you can email the show almostcoolpod at gmail.com. Let's see. Uh, please rate, review, uh, leave a comment. You know that'd be great on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can, where you know, wherever you listen to uh, your podcast, that'd be fantastic. But yeah, that about covers that. Let's, uh, dude, let's roll into it, bro. What you thinking about? Yeah, yeah, I got. Um, I do want to say something about our uh, our listenership, uh, like. Uh, I don't know who's listening to in Fort Leonard Wood. I don't know if it's one person who just binged our show or if it's multiple people at this. But, like, I guess it's uh, Fort Leonard Wood. I looked it up. It's um, an army base out in the Midwest. And so I was, like, curious of where your brother was, is if he's still in no, the army honestly, or, or, like, a military and stationed somewhere. Honestly, that might be Piper. He's out in uh, Missouri now. Is it in Missouri? Okay. Here, let me look really quick. It's, uh... Yeah. I can't really like on our thing. We can't really see the exact location, uh, right? But yeah, it was like it was like forty-seven uh, different downloads at this army base, and I was just like, "Wow, we must have really connected with some military <laughs> men." <laughs> like, what's up, brothers? Like, <laughs> man. But uh, no, I honestly, just thought that was cool. <laughs> yeah, that's dope. Uh, even if it's not Piper, Piper, love you, um, uh, young homie Chris Piper. Long-time friend of the show, and just long-time friend of me. Uh, he might be coming on board for an episode here soon, and I'm really excited Woo-hoo. about that. Just got his mic in, I think, yesterday, and this boy's ripping, ready to go. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> Dude, uh, that's so going to be tu- so fun. Stay tuned for that. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> just 47 episodes. <gasps> i got to do my homework, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh i love it dude i've been getting so many just um the last two weeks i've had so many of my friends come up to me and be like hey i checked your podcast out this week i was like what really like i never told you about this like i have it up you know and if people ask like what do you do it's like oh yeah i do a podcast as well but like as much as i should you know openly just wear a cardboard sign around my neck saying hey listen to almost cool uh i honestly don't <laughs> and like dude that's <laughs> no good i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> no but like i've had like five or six different people in the last week alone just be like dude i checked your podcast out i fucking love it i like sent it to like three people i was like oh yeah like dude 
That's awesome. That's oh my great. God, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, bro. No, I have like a Chris Piper no, go for Snapchat it, yeah. at me right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I swear the stars align whenever we're talking about one of your friends. They will always reach out. Dude, the exact moment. Exact moment. <laughs> I'm like, their their ears are burning. Bro, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. That's happened like three weeks in a row. I think. Good lord. Yeah, it's been weird. No, it's but this is a, this is a good point. Uh, because to, today I think we're we're gonna gonna hit on insecurities. Um. And kind of what they mean for us and how we deal with them. But, uh, you know, when you were talking about voicing that we have a podcast to people, it's really weird. Because, like, uh, on the surface, like, if, I, if I'm talking creatively to people, I have no problem. Hey, I run a podcast. You guys should check it out. It's You know, I hope you guys like it. Whatever. If you don't, that's cool, too. Just know it exists. <laughs> but <laughs> there is something in me that it, it feels like, you know, someone's asking me what I do. I'm like, oh, well, you know, technically I'm a geologist and I work for this company. And so that's kind of the route I go. And it takes a little while to tell people that I have a podcast. And I think I get a little insecure about just letting random people know because I don't want to be that guy that's like, hey, you, you know, you listen to podcasts, you should listen to mine. And then uh, be like really like braggy about it or like really pushy. And then it's like, that's not at all what we want and that's not what i want you know pressure <laughs> it's like someone coming up with their cd on the sidewalk being like hey man it's like to me that's pretty cool but to a lot of people it's just like nah man like cds don't even work anymore like, bro, that's your <laughs> that's your church acapella group bro like, <laughs> listen 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 <laughs> dude we nailed it that was good we yeah that was good <laughs> oh no but it's it's kind of funny because i i always want to talk about it like it's the first thing that i i like think of if someone's like hey man what are your hobbies i'm like oh i run a podcast like immediately i want to talk about it and i can go on for days about it and then i get a little insecure that i'm gonna info dump or mansplain or do something like that to about the show to somebody and i'm gonna end up because what, ha- what happens is I'll start explaining what the show's about, and then I'll start explaining what how to run a podcast because I'm my <laughs> ADHD kicks in and I just want to info dump. But it comes off probably like I'm mansplaining, and I'm like, oh, no, man, that's not, <laughs> that's not what I wanted. <laughs> and I get so, I get so nah, worked up bro. about that. So, like, voice in the, hey, you should check this whole thing out. It's like to the random person or to the people that are close to me, I'm like – Either they'll find out themselves or just, like, eventually find out that I have one. And and I don't like to do the thing where, you know, just because they're my friend, I'm going to expect them to listen to it or anything. And I feel like when I tell people oh, yeah. <laughs> that they, like, I have a podcast, they meet, they're like, oh, do I have to listen to it? I'm like, no. <laughs> I don't know. It's not Dude, said, it's, but, you know. It, it's, my, uh, it's my friends that I don't want to listen to the most. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> if my closest friends... Never listen to an episode of this. Honestly, that's fine with me. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's not yeah. like anything we say is really embarrassing. Because, honestly, I'm very proud of us, like, coming out with what we have to say every week. Mm-hmm. It's just like, bro, I, I know y'all like me. But I don't know if y'all like me enough to just listen to my voice for an hour hour and a half every week <laughs> and and then talk to me on the side you know and what then, i'm saying <laughs> like, <laughs> ben said something one time uh when we were first getting this thing up and running 
um, I wanted everybody to check it out just to kind of help us move everything along, feel good about it. And um, Ben listened to like one episode or something, and I asked him weeks later, I was like, oh, man, are you, are you still checking it out? And he's like, man, I live with you. I hear you talk like eight hours a day. I don't need to hear you anymore. Like, <laughs> it's like you know what? Fair point. Fair point. You're not wrong, dude. Fair point. You're not wrong, man. <laughs> I'm just talking at Ben for eight hours, and he goes in his room and listens to me talk more. And I'm like, dude. But honestly, I will say, um, it is really, really dope that uh, the friends that I don't really have the chance to catch up with that often. Like, whenever I do see them, like, they're able to piece together. The ones that do listen anyway, they piece together, like, what's happening in my life based on what we're talking about that week. And so they have so much to say to me. Like, it's like, hey, I was listening to that one episode, like, two months ago, and you made a really good point here, and I just really wanted to expand on that. I was like, wow, what was that point? I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) It's like... It's great because it's a awkward, I haven't seen you in two plus years icebreaker for me already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, dude, it's like, you got so much shit going on. Congratulations. I'm like, yeah, man, like, hell yeah. Now I don't have to pick an arbitrary place to start. You can start for me because you know what's going on. Yeah. It's like the best form of stalking that <laughs> can... <laughs> that's available you know everything about my life right now bro and i love it (laughs) it's stalking without the red flags you know exactly exactly oh that's good well i i do i have a really weird I, i it's weird to me because i haven't really thought about it before and so we were talking about listening to our voices i get I got insecure when we were first doing this about the tone of our voices and the way we talk and things like that. Just mainly on a personal level. I was like, do I talk too fast? Do I explain myself well? Is my anxiety showing through this mic right now? Like probably all the time. Real shaky. (laughs) Like I'm breathing really weird in between sentences. Like like, just trying to catch my thoughts to my mouth. And I'm at this point and insecurity came up because last time we were talking – I was editing our podcast, and I just realized like there were certain parts in there when I was explaining kind of my thought process. I clicked into this, okay, now you're preaching at people. Now you're talking too fast. Now the your thoughts are happening way too fast that your mouth can't keep up. And it didn't nail like a, a certain sentence that I wanted to. And whether that's perceived right. by other people or not, I have no idea. But to me personally, I was like, oh, I could have said that way better. Maybe if I just slowed down a little bit took two seconds to think about what I was going to say before I said it and really hone in what I want to say. <laughs> but right. But when I'm – I think, and this is a problem for a lot of people, is when you're explaining, <laughs> explaining yourself to a, to a person or a, a thing that you don't think un- understands the explanation yet, you click into this, I need to dump everything that I think right now, even though it's not right. But then you're trying to yeah. – calculate which thoughts are right and you kind of spin off your and go directions and conversation which the thoughts that you present really well and i was just i get i was getting a little self-conscious like do i talk fast man like do, do i make myself at least clear enough for the average person to be like okay i think i know what he's talking about because there's sometimes where there's a couple episodes in here right that i'm like Martin, where are you, man? Where are you going? Your head's over here. Your mouth's over here. They're not <laughs> connecting in the same way. Like, let's get let's get back to balance. And I'm I don't know. Maybe I'm trying to 
that's why I guess insecurity is like a thing I think about all the time, but probably no one else thinks about it. And if you do, that would be great because it would kind of help me hone in <laughs> what's going on. But with a podcast being only a voice, there's a lot of stress on the end of presenting that information well. And I think when I get into a mode of explaining myself, it comes off as kind of preachy. And I, right. I hope you never felt like I talked at you because that's never <laughs> like – I, don't, I always feel like, you know, when someone's no. talking at you, you're just kind of like, mm-hmm, wow, okay, okay, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you're mansplaining that a little bit. Honestly. Uh, but okay. Never. Never. Never? Okay. Never. Not once, honestly. Like, I don't know. The way I the way I see it, because honestly, I really do agree with that. Sometimes I avoid listening to whatever episode that we just put out for weeks because I know in the moment, like, it's so recent that I kind of stumbled over some words and I'm going to sound stupid to me. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, let me forget what I said and then I'll come back to this. Like, that happened, um, what was it, last week, I think. I listened to an episode where it was like the last time we recorded in the morning, which was like a month and a half ago or something. Um, And I was just like, man, I felt like I sounded weird, like I wasn't awake all the way, and so I couldn't make all my points go across right. Also, my dog is trying to hump me at this very moment in time, uh, so that's distracting. Um, dude, can you, can you chill out? You're, you're making me lose my train of thought, dog. Um, anyway, so... Yeah, I completely avoided it for weeks, and then I listened back to it, Knowing that I was uncomfortable about something, but I couldn't remember exactly what it was. Because thankfully, as as annoying as my bad memory is, forgetting that I did something stupid is a great perk to not being able to remember short-term things. Uh, <laughs> Bing bong. True. <laughs> Bing bong. Uh, and so when I hear it back, I'm just like, oh, that's why I was so, re- like, so in my head about this, but honestly, it wasn't even that bad. It's just because I was so hypercritical on myself that I, I, I just couldn't – I felt embarrassed just because of myself. Like, I don't care if other people yeah. hear it. Other people know that, mm-hmm. dude, like, I'll have – I have something to say. I can't lie. I'm not the most eloquent person in the room 90% of the time. Like, mm-hmm. I'll stumble, stumble over my words, point blank. There you go. <laughs> but, like... <laughs> Exhibit but A. But I feel like... It, I, exactly. I feel like I have a good sense of trying to get across what I want to say eventually. Mm-hmm. Eventually, uh, yeah. That whole point could have been said by a smart person in, like, I don't know, 10 seconds, but it took me two whole minutes. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but no, I get I get really I get really embarrassed hearing myself talk a lot. And which is really wild because in high school I did like the school news and shit my whole senior year. I guess half my senior year. And so I mm-hmm. had to do recordings, I had to edit myself, I had to edit other people, I had to edit interactions with people. And I I did that for a year and I still was like oh god like i feel dumb like what's going on <laughs> and then even after this like i've gotten so much more comfortable behind the microphone just because you know we've done this 
all in all every week, you know, give or take for the last year and some change. And mm-hmm. I still have that little bit of, of, dude, you sound like an idiot in my brain. <laughs> but for the most part, like, I'm pretty over it, I think. Pretty Maybe. It, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I want to apologize. I always think having my dog in here is going to be an okay time. It never is. <laughs> it never <laughs> is. Good, He's man. always like, dude, your attention, your attention's not on me. <laughs> what are you doing? Who are you talking to? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm so sorry. Martin <laughs> is not as important. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. But, <laughs> but. <laughs> I'm insecure I'm about our relationship kidding, because your dog is <laughs> replacing me. My dog is outing you. <laughs> oh uh, it's a pretty normal thing. Someone gets a dog, you kind of move to number two. I get it. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. true. Me Sorry, Allison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm behind it. I I have my cats and they're they're my babies, man. If someone disrespected me, I'd be fine. If someone disrespected my cats, I'd I'd be livid. <laughs> I'd be so happy. That's how it goes, bro. Dude, I know like tofu's huge, right? Like she's like we were talking about she's twenty pounds, dude. She's a big cat. And if someone comes in Large and, and, and talks about her, she's like, damn, she's fat. I'm like, don't call her that. Like, how dare you? <laughs> But I'll call her that every day. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Get out the way, you I'm fat like, motherfucker. It's fine. You're probably making her insecure. Like, <laughs> Nah, she owns it, dude. She blobs out like crazy. Love it. Dude. Fat cats, dude, they live the life, bro. They just, they got it going on. They know what's happening. Eat shit. They're just down. lounging all day, bro. Yeah. Just like, the only time they move is to get food or to like, travel to where the sunlight is hitting and they just want to sit in it bask in it if yep. you would uh good stuff dude man. it's big jealous it, of that it's kind of funny because my my i grew up in a with two other siblings there's three of us um and my parents when they were when we were being raised uh would always tell people like hey i have one of each and this in the sense of like my children are so different that i can't really describe all of them as like a generalization like i they're all just so different i have one of each right and that's the way i feel with my cats like i kind of <laughs> have one that's a professional blob just big as hell eats and shits all day and just lays around and i have one that's like and then a ninja samurai ghost like he's always in some high place and he's he's like all gray so he's he's just like looking down on you like a gargoyle everywhere and then we have all noodles who was like <laughs> Just a little yellow cat, and she's, like, derpy and, like, very, like, blah, 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 blah. I'm just, like, it's almost like a toddler, you know, like, kind of acts like a little kid. (laughs) And I'm just, like, you're so, you're so cutely dumb, and I love it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That, honestly, that appropriately fits all of my animals. Like, we have the two cats, Toulouse, he's a little just crybaby. Also, like, the big cuddler, if you're laying down somewhere, he will find a spot on top of you to just knock out. Like, the way this cat sleeps with Allison, bruh, (laughs) he looks at me if I try and, like, crawl into bed. He's like, go the fuck away. (laughs) Just like... (laughs) 
This is my time. Allison, I'm uh, sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> just a just a big wimp, but he's like really cute and just really like just all up in your grits. Mm-hmm. And then there's Napoleon, who yeah, always just doing parkour around the house, like without no avail, doesn't give a shit, just ridiculously curious, like sticks his face into anything. He looks like a little turtle, really. <laughs> He's got like a double chin and like, <laughs> but he's just always bouncing around from one perch to the next. And then there's Goose, who's just a fucking idiot, but at the same time, he's like, <laughs> he's a lovable idiot, you know? He's the smartest idiot I've ever seen in my life. He picks up things quick, but man, he's a doofus. Oh, Lord. Damn, I feel like you just explained um. us a little bit. Like, <laughs> I think we're just—I think we're smart idiots. <laughs> we're pretty—we're pretty intelligent idiots, bro. Yeah, I'd say. Like, <laughs> <this>. <laughs> we're the. <laughs> what's that? Uh, what's that term? That word? Uh, it's um, like a jumbo shrimp. Where it's like it. Oh Lord, I have no what, idea. What? What word am I thinking of? Where it Not describes pale. something, <laughs> no. no, it describes, you describe something like the complete opposite of what it is. Like a shrimp is so small, but you have the biggest shrimp, the biggest small thing. You know what I'm saying? Like an, I was like, an oxymoron. What? Oxymoron, that's the word. Dude, we're a couple oxymorons over Look, here, bro. No, we are. <laughs> <laughs> we're on oxy and we're morons. Like. Oh, Lord. No, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> That was last year. That was last year. <laughs> We're over that. <laughs> oh man, dude. Okay, so let's <laughs> let me let me find our way back. Um, one insecurity I really do have a lot of the time. Um, I don't know where this stems from. I don't know what like. I, I have this ongoing fear that. I'm not good enough for Allison, like, all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I feel that she does so much more for me than I do for her. And as grateful as I am and as much as, like, I'm at the ready. If she needs something, I'm ready to do it. Like, what do you need? You need me to go to the store? You need me to clean up something? You need me to do this? You need me to do that? I got you. I'll do whatever it takes because, like, I know that you would do these things tenfold for me. Mm-hmm. Um and I always have this like creepy little bug in the back of my brain that just, oh man, I'm just terrified she's going to get sick of me one day and then just end it all. But I'm like, dude, we've literally done nothing to get to that point. Like, there's like nothing <laughs> on the burner about to boil over in any aspect that I can think of. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I, I'm just so terrified of losing this girl. <laughs> Because she's the best thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> and like, I don't know if that's a, a like, oh, uh, your boy from Lord of the Rings, like, my precious, like, that guy. What's his name? Um, Fro- no, not Frodo. No, not Frodo. Uh, <laughs> honestly, dude, I don't know shit about Lord of the Rings. I don't that's either. I just, that was a series. guess. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, sorry with the G. Anyways, but he's just so overprotective and so like lustful over this ring. Mm-hmm. God, we're about to get some shit for this. What is his name? Starts with a G. Gollum. Gollum. That's it. Okay. Um, Bingo. Bing bong. But he he's just he's just so <laughs> so terrified of losing his precious that like 
he, he ruins himself. And, like, I am terrified I will get that way where I'm not saying that I'm overprotective and I'm, I'm just, like, so clingy that, like, oh, no, baby, whatever you need, like, just don't leave me. Like, I'm not at that – in that camp whatsoever. Like, mm-hmm. Allison needs something. I got you. If you need to do something, bro, go for it. Yeah. Like, very supportive of whatever she wants to do. Um, except leave me. Uh, but, like... <laughs> <laughs> it's off the table. But, yeah, it just it just constantly creeps. I don't know if that's a normal thing, um, if that's a healthy thing or not. Um, but, yeah, it's just always been like that. I don't know what relationship I've seen. Uh, at a young age that molded that into my my personality but hey i got it and i'm constantly fighting it constantly i don't think it's in like abnormal or anything i think everybody goes through a little bit of that phase of like oh everything's swell but something may drastic might happen but I don't know. It's so funny. This is why, like, when you explain your insecurities to to people, even, like, that I know you really well and I can kind of draw conclusions on maybe why you think this way. um, Right. But even then, they still kind of sound irrational and kind of crazy, like, to me. Like, I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, Allison said yes to marrying you, and you guys are, you know, thinking about moving, and you guys have animals together. You guys have your names on the lease or whatever. Like, there's more than just, like, (laughs) <laughs> the things yeah. that are about your relationship in line for you guys to be together. And it's so funny that she's taken the time to mold her life to be in collaboration with yours. And you guys have found a balance. At least you guys are always trying to manipulate that balance to fit whatever needs are met. But <laughs> to me, I'm just right. like, dude, how, how could you think this? Like your, your relationship from my perspective seems like one of the most solid ones out there in my life like that I'm not like I'm looking at yours <laughs> modeling what I want in my relationship and future and how you're feeling about Allison's how I want to feel about someone else in the future. So like whenever I hear you say that, I'm like, granted, I don't know Allison as well as you do in any means, but I just go like, dude, you're kind of crazy. Like there's no <laughs> way a rational <laughs> feeling that is like, but no, no, and, and and but to like not to make you, you're not great. I'm not gaslighting you right now. I swear. No, 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 no. Just no, that's no. what it. That's what, anytime you voice the security, it's like a beautiful person saying, oh, "I just kind of have struggle with body image." It's like it's like something drives me. You're like, what? How? Why? I like you see me. Like how dare you? <laughs> um, but though you know, no matter where you come from, you're a allowed to have insecurities, and two, you're they root from somewhere. But I don't. With Allison, I know I can totally I get that sense of everything in my life is perfect and it could fall apart at any moment. And I know where that stemmed from. That's from past relationships and things where I think things are perfect and yeah. it goes completely the opposite way that I have ever expected it to. But uh but yeah, I don't I it's so funny like the what my thought process right now is to like debunk your insecurity but that never helps anyone and it doesn't even help me because you're not like okay and and hear me out that not that you wouldn't but this is the kind of the stereotypical way 
Someone voices an insecurity. <laughs> someone thinks it's crazy. Yeah, or the yeah. other person thinks it's crazy or irrational. The other, and they want to like debunk it for them. They tell really nice things to someone to kind of help with that insecurity. But they're the insecurity thing is not. Re- it's lost in translation, and you don't care, and you're not gonna. It's not gonna change the way you feel just because of someone's perception of the events. <laughs> and uh... <laughs> oh god, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, getting... man. It's uh. I totally, I feel that. Though. I am blind yeah. to whatever you have to say. Deaf to whatever you have to say. Good Lord. I need to get my. <laughs> I can't see the words coming out your mouth. <laughs> you oxymoron. <laughs> Listen at me now. Listen, Listen at, me, at now. me now. <laughs> Shout out. Shout out, Miss Alfred. All my ESJ people. You know, Miss Alfred. Crazy lady. Loved her. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, dude. Oh, man. Other than that, man, like, at the moment, um, I don't know. I feel like I found this new, this new confidence in myself more recently. And, <laughs> you know, like, ironic as it is, like, <laughs> I'm insecure that that confidence is going to go away. <laughs> like... <laughs> he found this brand new confidence he's really liking it and digging it but in the back of your head you're like how long is this gonna last how long is this dude remember i think it was it was that that last episode that we recorded in the morning where i went on this like 15 minute rant just about like yeah man like three times a year i get into this mood where i just i get into this ridiculous funk and i feel terrible about myself but usually I get out of it like within a month or so, and then I'm totally fine until the next cycle starts. Uh, so yeah, now I'm totally fine. <laughs> like, I'm insecure because I know I know sometime soon I'm gonna be up at five a.m. freaking out about everything. <laughs> it's gonna be like I have this. Bro, it's little things. It's little things that gas me up. So, like, I posted this little drum video on Instagram uh, a few weeks ago. And, like, every day, like, it gets, like, it's, like, up to, like, 10,000 views on Instagram or something like that. I'm just, like, whoa, like, what is happening? Like, like people just keep coming back to it. Like, it has little spurts. I'm, like, wow, maybe I don't suck at playing the drums. Like, this is great. Like, I, I get, like, little little bits and, like... <laughs> I see, I don't know, just like whenever Goose does something that I taught him, I was like, oh, man, I do have the, the capacity to teach an animal to do something that I mm-hmm. want. And, like, I, I get so excited for it. And, th- and then all of a sudden, if I, if I go, like, a few days without that dopamine hit, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> bro, the internet has, like, fucked me. Like, the internet has <laughs> destroyed so many people's self-confidence, including myself, because I constantly need the approval of all these invisible people and their fucking... D- I almost said IRS addresses. But- <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I... Uh- well, I, I, I'm so I'm so at the mercy 
of everyone else in the world to feel good about myself. And that's like the biggest insecurity of them all for me, you know, Mm -hmm. because I know it's dumb. And I know that's like, dude, Jordan, be your own dude, man. Like, why do you care so much about what people think about you? Which honestly, I don't, but I do. You no, I, exactly. How do you fight this? I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks of me. And then behind, you know, you're behind your phone or behind, when you're in closed doors, you're like, well, that person didn't really like me or they thought this thing of me. And it kind of eats <laughs> away at you and it makes you insecure, even though you kind of put on that yeah. front of being like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, I do that all the time. I, I You know what? Fuck. I'm actually, I'm not a, a an insecure person in the in the way of, I don't really think about my insecurities and those things don't really come up when I'm meeting someone or like talking in conversation. Like it's kind of weird. I always, it always hits me when I'm alone. Like, uh, like when I was editing the podcast or I had a conversation with somebody or, um, I didn't deal with a situation that I felt like it was healthy and necessary. I always, it's, it happens later. I go home. I, I don't really think about, you know, oh, did I explain myself well while I'm in this situation? Or did I voice this correctly? Or did I, uh, you know, present the whatever was happening in the right way? Right way in quotation marks. There's no right way. Right, but, right, yeah. Um, but it, like actively don't think about those insecurities and confidence depending on what I'm doing is not really the – is not really what hinders uh, – or the lack of confidence is not what hinders me being able to go forward. It's afterwards where I'm like, oh, shit, like – Okay, now my confidence is starting to break because I'm thinking about what I actually just did and what's happening. <laughs> Actions in review. Actions, Actions in review. review. Is your... and it's... <laughs> yeah, it get... that's what gets me going because I'm someone who always thinks about what happened after the fact, and I just oh to... man. <laughs> so, <laughs> bro, we need a. We have a great dynamic here. I am a preliminary um <laughs> worry about her. You are a after the fact worry after, about her. Exactly. And like <laughs> we need we need a third person here who is a in the moment insecure person. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're all gas going into it. They feel great about what happened after, but during it, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's so that's so true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> yeah, because I think I mean they, they creep up on you, and, and don't get me wrong. If uh, you know, I think what it is is I don't give a fuck about what people think of me. But um, in a group setting or like if you're meeting people, ultimately I don't like when I leave that situation, whether or not. Like, the bigger picture is that I don't, but the little things that I didn't vibe well with somebody or, like, what are the reasons why that person thought I was weird or, you know, crazy or whatever the case may be. Um, right. I don't, it, I don't know. It always is, like, that's what you tried to be like, oh, I don't care. But that's going to – you're going to care to some degree. And then I try not to carry that insecurity into other people's relationships that I have and or relationships right. with other people that I have. Because one person could think one thing of you, the other person could not. And if you're insecure about what that one person is thinking of you, and you present it to the person that doesn't care about that thing about you, then, like, where is your insecurity? Like, what's the reasoning? It's like, yes, I have reason because this person thought I was weird, or, like, you know, what? but this person doesn't. So, like, where? why am I feeling insecure? Because I get in that mode where, I, okay, well, I don't care because I'm not going to be friends with everybody. That's cool. <laughs> but right. But it eats away at me. I, I don't know. It just like, 
oh god, I don't know. I get I get bogged down and I hide my insecurities a lot, probably all the time. I probably don't. This is probably the first time I'm ever really like talking about insecurities because they're really random for me. If I feel it in the moment, I'm not. It's not that I've never been insecure in the moment. I think we've all been on a crazy, weird first right, date yeah. <laughs> and have been like really insecure about, wow, that person is a lot cooler than I am, or a lot more, you know, perfect and beautiful, or whatever the pedestal you put them on versus yourself. And I think, I I guess that's what, I guess mine comes from the comparison game. I guess that's where my insecurity, because I'm always trying to, like, compare myself to the person next to me. Not in a way where I want to be them or, like, want to, I just want to connect with them. And so if I can't, my insecurity kicks in where I'm like, okay, was I, you know, Talk? Did I talk too fast, or did they listen to an episode of the podcast? <laughs> like, I don't know what's going on. It's like, I think, yeah, insecurities are kind of irrational, but they're rational to you, right? Like, I don't know. I think, yeah, yeah. I don't know when when you're going through it. We when we've talked about this before as well. Like, we constantly in our brain, we we put up the pin and string board of how everything connects and how everything makes sense about our ir- irrational insecurities right mm-hmm. like we we do the pepe sylvia just where i got boxes full of pepe <laughs> string map to make things make sense even yeah. though honestly they really don't because oh man like i i constantly again another thing i've said before like introducing myself to new people is really hard for me once i'm in there dude i'm totally cool like i can be best friends with whoever it's just that initial icebreaker always like throws me for a loop and i don't know how to introduce myself and i i i I feel like i've made this rationalization in my head that you know like these people they have the people in their lives already. They don't they're not looking for new people to enter their lives. Even though I know that's bullshit because if they're anything like me, they're constantly looking to to meet a new person. Not saying be their best friend, but just meet a cool person. And like I don't think I'm a slouch of a person like personality-wise, mm-hmm. you know, physically, boy, I got the scoliosis to show you, but like <laughs> I I don't think that <laughs> i don't think i'm a bad person to get along with and even though i know this about myself i always go into a situation thinking dude they're gonna think i'm an idiot they're gonna think i'm a tool they're gonna think i'm a like why are you talking to us like dude you don't even go here like what do you want with us like you know that's Mm -hmm. that is the the wall that I constantly have to break down when I introduce to people or introduce myself to people. And as little sense as it actually makes, I have perfect reasoning in my brain as to why I can't make it happen. You know? Yeah. Did you like, say I've, I've, I've every connected time? the dots. Damn near dude. Damn near. Like, unless like there, there are some examples far and few between mind you, where I've instantly been able to just, connect with somebody you being prime example like when i met you it was literally just exhibit b (laughs) like 
that was the easy you were the easiest friend that I've ever made in my life. What? Right? Like <laughs> I'm talking to Kenny uh a few weeks ago. I was just like, dude, I don't even understand how we became friends. I don't know how you started liking me. I don't get it. I'm really happy you did, but I, I don't understand like what drew you to me mm-hmm. to start. Afterwards, when we were having fun together every day, like, yeah, it makes sense why we kept hanging out. But like, what was that initial? Let me hang out with this guy. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I just, it's so ridiculous. Like my closest friends, all of them except for, like, three, I had to work at to be friends with them solely because, like, I felt like an awkward little dude, like, trying to form a relationship where I didn't know if they wanted one. And, like, it just... ah. (laughs) Like, we're all, like, going into college. We're all brand new people. We all don't... We know nobody. Like, we need friends to survive this. And I still felt weird trying to... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to make friends with people. Yeah. yeah. God. I mean, hey. do you think you go into that situation so many times thinking that, that you're trained and just inclined to do that subconsciously even though you don't want to? It's not even subconscious anymore. It, it's fully aware that I'm going to struggle with it now. It's fully like, I know that at the end of the day, like, dude, like, we could be good friends. If you're, if you're, an interesting person and like I actually like your personality I guarantee that we're going to get along like I (laughs) like honestly like not trying to be prideful or not trying to toot my own horn or anything but like dude I am a great person to get along with like it's really easy I'll fucking joke around with you all the time like we'll have a great time I love talking to people and getting like into those deep conversations and just actually getting to know someone it's not just oh yeah let's go out just to go out and like you know uselessly party all night which that has its place and i'm all for that every once in a while but at the end of the day like if you told me hey i have no one to hang out with like nobody wants to just do my errand like run my errands with me and i want to hang out with somebody while i do them bro i'm all about that life let's fucking go but (laughs) It's like, what, you need to go to the post office? Bro, let's get some stamps in this bitch, boy. Like, Pick me up. <laughs> pick me up, dude. Let's do it. But, uh, no, like, I, like when we went to that uh, Christmas party at Allison's work, I had to, uh, I, I was feeling it so heavy because, one, I was deep in my cycle of self-doubt. And, two, like, me knowing that this is something I struggle with all the time, it, dude, it, it put me on my ass because I, I was unable to introduce myself to, to people with ease. I forced mm-hmm. myself to do it and I ended up meeting like two or three people that were pretty cool at the end of the night. You know, it's not like we're hanging out every day, but it's like, hey, like, you don't know anybody, you don't know anyone here. I know like three people here and they're all like trashed over in the corner over there. Like, <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> like, let's talk. Let's just like break the silence you know yeah but like <laughs> be my friend for the evening what's up like <laughs> i am a great escort friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man i don't know man it's like <laughs> an escort friend i am a gentleman of the night 
Yeah, hire him. I will say, hey, I really like your shoes. Where did you get them? <laughs> Just like, yeah, well, oh, man. Terrible at small talk. But... <laughs> it's either full on conversation or nothing at all. <laughs> Dude, that's how it is. I want I want real conversation or I don't want to talk to you. And I know that about myself. And I know that if I'm just in a party setting and I'm never going to see anybody again, <laughs> it's just like I can't really have a heart to heart with anybody in here. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. No, time and place, you know. Like, <laughs> Yeah, time and place. Like I need to I need to brush up on my small talk like really bad. Oh, Lord. Yeah, that's dude. You know, I'm about I... to I'm about to watch Kenny. Sorry. Sorry. Go no, ahead. You're good. No, no. You're about to watch what? Dude, I'm about to break out the binoculars, and I'm about to watch, like, all my very, very social friends. I see how they interact with people on first glance, and I'm going to jot some notes down, boy. (laughs) Take some mental notes, you know? (laughs) I am going to mentally pack that away and be like, oh, yes. Write that down. Write that down. Like, I am going to. (laughs) That's good. 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 Brilliant. (laughs) Yo, I have I I actually came. Uh, it's not really an insecurity, but it kind of makes me think of um, uh, that it is an insecurity for some people. Um, but this insecurity or the this specific example kind of morphed my insecurity in a different way. Where I was talking with K Dog, and the whole time she was telling me she was five seven. I was like, okay, cool. Like that's I'm five nine. I'm that's that's cool. Like it works. And then she went home for Christmas break, and she like measured. They measured her uh, on like the the door frame or whatever, and uh, she ends up being five eight. And she oh. com- she comes. I know. I know. Comes into the. <laughs> you guys yeah, yeah. We hang out. She comes in and she's like, "Oh my gosh, Martin, I'm I'm five eight. Is you like? I can't believe that." And I was I was like, "Oh no, it sounds right. I mean, you're five seven, five eight. It's not really much of a difference, you know. Sometimes you can get the numbers wrong." And then she looked at me and said. I thought you were lying about your height this whole time because you're I'm visibly not two inches taller. I'm visibly just like just a little bit taller. Right. And so in her head for months, she thought I was just giving myself the inch. (laughs) And she just let me roll with it. And that's I was like, all right. There's a euphemism out there somewhere. Yeah, uh, you can think about it. <laughs> oh, but it's uh, it's it's crazy because um, it morphed my insecure. I don't have body image, uh, especially about height and things like that. I don't, I'm not really insecure about those. I was in high school, uh, but I, I kind of outgrew those a little bit. But the insecurity that I was feeling was. How many people out there that I have said something very true and very adamant about myself that they think is a lie but won't voice it to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> like, how many people out there think that I just said something to him about myself and they're like, nah, he's lying but would never tell me? And I think, because the next, I've, I've told her I was like 5'9 multiple times. I don't know why in conversation yeah. it came up, but it's come up uh and I was, she was the whole time. I, was, I thought you were lying. I was like, oh, like that sucks. I suck. <laughs> Dude, you're not wrong. I'm really curious. I'm really curious about that myself. 
And oh, so, Lord. Yeah, I guess the, and that, I, the, I don't know, to kind of get myself grounded with that was you, you said something you know, a couple episodes ago uh, or whatever that was, you know, other people's opinions don't, it's not your business. And so I kind of nip it in the bud a little bit with that phrase of like, yeah, you're right. It's not my business what people think of me, what, what they think about what I say yeah. and, and things like that. But also <laughs> when you know you're being true <laughs> and someone thought you were lying. Oh, it's just like the stories uh, that you were telling last week. You know, some people thought you were lying on your crazy stories. <laughs> I definitely did for a split second, but I didn't tell you that. I thought that. <laughs> but that, all of that was so oh, true. <laughs> I got the proof, boy. Like, yeah, some of that shit sounded so outlandish. I, I had to have somebody on speed dial in order to confirm. <laughs> you did. I was there. Oh. I was like, "Wow, that oh, okay? That freaking happened." I, I, I <laughs> but yeah, so I, my insecurity is, um, and it kind of <laughs> goes into this a little bit with, uh, what do people know about me that I don't know that they know about me too? Um, if you listen to the podcast, uh, uh, that's cool. Like, if if we say some stuff and we forget what we say, and you bring it up later, I don't, I'm not really insecure about things like that. But has anyone ever said anything to you that you're that about yourself, and you're like, "How did you know that?" Or, like, who told you that? Or, like... Right. You know, like, it kind of throws you off of, like, you're not someone in the caliber yeah. that should know something like that. <laughs> like, I get Dude. I get weird. Yeah, I'm like, so I, I went on... I went on a random first date one time in Lexington. And this girl started, like, spitting off, like, stories that were about me. Like she's like, oh yeah, I heard that you did so and so. Like, are you you were like, you went to this place? I was like, how in the like, what? Like, how do you know that? What are you talking about? And they said, well, I have a friend. I was like, what? Like, just like shrouding it in more mystery that someone is feeding them information about my life story yeah. to them. <laughs> it, it really threw me for a loop, dude. That relationship did not end well. Um, <laughs> there was a second date there was not a third um but like no like being told random things about you that oh especially if it's like like really personal shit Mm -hmm. and then you immediately know who told them because you know that this is the only person that i have told this to (laughs) busted and you know what I never say a word about it. <laughs> I, I typically don't unless it's something that's kind of crazy. Oh, like, unless it's something like ruthlessly personal. Unless it's something that's like, oh, man, like I confess something that like I I chose you to be the sole soul to hear this information. Yep. And next thing you know, it's being spouted out to you for small talk. Mm-hmm. Oh, bruh. That's a wild oh, ride. That's awesome. It's a great I feeling, isn't live it? it. <laughs> oh, boy. Dude, no, I, I had a problem with that, too, whenever I was starting to get really close with some of my roommates in college. Um, and to pick on uh, one roommate in particular, um, I, I remember telling them certain informations and things that I was coming to conclusions about um, – in my in my high or my uh college relationship where i made some real bad decisions and things and i came to them knowing (laughs) that they were the sole proprietor of who i was going to voice my 
thoughts and opinions on. Right. And later that it's the same situation happened where we're in a group of people. Somebody mentions something very slight towards that subject and looks at me. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not. I'm nipping this in the butt. I immediately got up <laughs> and was like, where are they? I'm going to find them. And I found them. And I, I was mad. I really was. I, I, don't, I probably shouldn't have been this mad in the moment, but I was – I just – keep my name out your mouth and don't gossip about me, especially if it's about that personal shit. Because yeah. it's – that personal stuff is – as much as it's true in the moment, it's maybe not true in the way I'm actually going to handle it in the future. Because, you know, when you tell people things, your thoughts and opinions, especially in a, in a moment of vulnerability – at least in my opinion, I, I do the thing where I, I voice more than one option of like what I'm doing just to kind of talk it through and kind of help me process right, a yeah. little bit. And then I, you know, take the few days to understand how those what I'm coming to conclusions and how those uh, conclusions are going to affect me in the future. <laughs> but when you voice the opinions of uh, like something really personal and someone else hears that, especially if you're the one person I told, I just I go what. Holy shit! You just didn't listen to anything I said. You don't know me because if you did think I meant that when I said to the fullest extent of what I said, then you're then you know know me really, and that makes me because you're presenting false information to other people, and then yeah. they falsely know me. Then when they think that they do, and I'm just like, oh no, I, I I like to create the perception of who I am to people myself. I don't like it unless like you can talk about people. Um, and things that they've done, and, and I'm not saying, you know, gossip doesn't have its place to find out critical information about people that you care about. And I'm not, you know, I don't I don't like to gossip, but I don't know. I, it gets me in this way of, like, you're – if you're telling someone that I don't know, especially if someone I don't know about something about me that's personal, they're going to have uh, an idea about me of who I am in their head before meeting me. And I don't, I don't right. like – like, don't set me up for – that thought process of or their thought process on that on viewing me for the first time if yeah. I haven't met them and I I think it does people a disservice because how many friends do that where they tell a bad story about somebody that somebody whoever they're telling something bad about you end up meeting later and you kind of go well I don't think that about them at all or like I don't really yeah. think that you know what they said the may have been true but it's not really who they are as a oh, character or person man. you know. <laughs> And I get insecure oh, that there's a, man, some yeah. people out there, and I know there are. I know there are some people out there that probably think I'm the biggest asshole and don't like like me and and think I make really bad decisions. And I and I, to their point, I get it. Like the things that we went through and the experience together, I understand, and I I can own up to those. But that was years ago, and if you're still telling those stories now, like five years, ten years later. I'm a changed person, and I'm, I'm not. <laughs> Have you I'm not, not seen to, the growth? I'm yeah. not there to prove it to you, but where is the like credibility of like, oh, that was five years ago. That's okay. Like, yeah. you know, we were all like dumb idiots back then, or like, you know, kind of chalking it up to like that's probably not who they are now. But you know, not saying all people grow. You can at least if if yeah. it's personal to you, hold that, but don't spread that and per- change Dude. the perception. You know, because that that's an insecurity I have is. And it stems from like, what do you know about me that I don't know you know? You know? It's like one one thing, um, I don't know if a lot of people agree with this or not, but one thing that I see as a big detriment to our social society right now is if a person makes one mistake, 
that mistake brands them for the rest of their life like that's who they are even if it's complete like a complete outlier of everything else that they do Mm -hmm. that one mistake is what defines them to most people and everyone makes these judgments on a person solely because of something that happened 20 years ago right and i think that's very unfair i think there are many examples of people who hold on jordan yeah they fucked up but they acknowledge their fuck up and make a very diligent, very hard try to to fix that and to make up for that mistake. But some people only see them as, oh, you're the guy that did this or you're the girl who did this, right? Mm-hmm. I still hear – bro, whenever I, whenever I run into uh, people from high school and – they we end up talking like reminiscing about um random people that we haven't seen in forever um this about oh yeah like make up a name uh dave like dave's still a fucking you know a cheating bastard i was like bro mm-hmm. he like yeah <laughs> i'm like bro that was 20 years ago he's married with like three kids now bro like what are you talking about like i'm not saying he never did it again but like He's gone and, like, all, all this boy does is talk about how much he loves his family. And, like, I don't know, maybe that is a cover-up. Who knows? Once a <laughs> cheater, always a cheater. I think that's fucking bullshit. But, like, I don't know. Like, It's like, do you not see the the strides he's made in his personal relationships to make such a commitment? Like, mm-hmm. that's wild. Like, Yeah. Yeah, I also... It makes no sense. Why, why assume something of somebody, even if you have the prior knowledge from years ago because technically like you if you don't see someone for five years five plus years whatever you're meeting them again again like you know what i mean it's like meeting a new person even though you have history with that person it's meeting a new person it's okay not gonna hold you to the same like if i met someone in high school or like a friend from high school right now i wouldn't be like you're this person because i remember everything about what we did in high school and you're you know i would be like oh i'm probably meeting a new person like, yeah, man. We're gonna start new from, old friends, bro. Yeah. Scratch, start from scratch, you know, maybe dust off the old shoes and, I don't know, get back to it. I, it's not – I don't really hold too much unless I start noticing the patterns of our previous relationship and, and behaviors that I don't like that you can, are continually doing and haven't grown from. It takes a minute, though, you know? It's like – Right. I don't know. Right, I, I, Dude, I, I constantly think – I wonder how many people still think – that I get blackout drunk every weekend. <laughs> it's like that one time, so story time. Uh, my very, what was like second week of college, I ended up going to the hospital because I had alcohol poisoning. Mm-hmm. And so many people saw that happening, like me being carried out, like on a stretcher. <laughs> <laughs> And at that time, if I just met those people, like, six months later, they'd be like, oh, yeah, you're the guy, like, who, like, got carried out on this Uh-oh. stretcher. And then now they think that this is all I do every day of the week. I'm like, no, that happened one time. Like, I haven't, like, that's not what I do, bro. Like, how many people who I have not seen in years still associate me with being the, the stretcher that 
big of a drunkard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which, don't get me wrong, there was a phase in my life where I was going through it, and I was dangerous with alcohol. And I get that. But years have passed, and trials have been overcome, and just like... A lot of growth has happened to where I don't look at alcohol nearly in the same way as I once did. Yeah. And, like, I I know that there are people out there who still associate me with that behavior. And I know that because they still say that. Like, if, if like, I, like, I ran into um, when I went to go meet up with some of my friends in Lexington a couple of years ago. Um I ran into one person who I lived with in the dorms and they knew like that side of me, but they hadn't seen me since. And they were just like, Oh, I know Jordan's ready to go out and party. I know Jordan's ready to do this, that, and the other. Like, Oh, bring like another round of shots for Jordan. I'm like, no, don't do that. What are you talking about? Like, that's fucking terrible. Like, don't do that to me. Like, I I don't know, man. Like it, it's why I haven't even thought about that in a hot minute. Right. Of, of like <laughs> what people think about me based on how I was. And now I'm insecure about it. <laughs> now we're, we're talking about getting more insecure no. about it. <laughs> no, I will say, I will say that is one thing as curious as I am about it. That's one thing I'm not insecure about because mm-hmm. I know personally the growth that I've had and everything I've overcome in that aspect of my life that if people still associate me with that, then Obviously, you're not close enough to me to see those changes, and mm-hmm. what do I care, you yeah, know? Exactly. It goes so, back to that point. I don't really care what you think. And ultimately, the bigger picture is we don't. <laughs> but I think it, bothers, yeah. it definitely bothers me a lot more than you. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like... I think so. I think so. Yeah. Because the analogy is like someone watched one episode of a TV show and judged the whole show based on that first episode. And that's like, man, I'm on season three right now. Like, you got a long way to watch if you're going to catch up to what I'm actually like, you know? It's, and that's, yeah. I don't, I don't, I, you know, I kind of just, I let the past live in the past. And I, d- I definitely have comfort in that of owning up to the mistakes and voicing those mistakes that I have made to people around me and care about me. And, have, and like you said, who have seen the growth, who are actually on this, the most recent episode of my season of, whatever show i'm on uh in right. life and that's i think it's great i think that's make me super comfortable with okay well the people around me know me they love me and i've definitely grown from that i own up to what i've done but old oh, it's something in me it's like like in the back of your head it's like that it's just something that's always kind of looming back there of like i it's you know and it, it's kind of like this it's a to give a real hardcore example it's um the uh my ex-girlfriend who i did cheat on in college it's like that there were several of her friends and several people that we knew together that only saw me with her and like only saw me in a light where i was her boyfriend and now that you know that side of the story i was only known as the boyfriend and i did what i did and i'm that's a basic defining factor in their eyes of me that's like you were saying i'm actually pretty chill with them a knowing and two like having that bias in a in wall built up on their perception of me but ultimately like you guys kind of, confidence of saying ah oh, yeah well i don't care what they think of me because i have done the the research and the homework and the growth and whatever the yeah. i laid the baseline to 
I've made mistakes and then grown from them. And that's probably, that's what everyone wants from any other person in this world is to make a mistake and realize that mistake, acknowledge it and grow from it and not do it again. And I don't know if I, if I kept being a fuck and if I kept <laughs> doing the same thing over and over, I would hope I'd have someone in my life saying, dude, you're, you're doing this and this is actually who you are. You know, there's right. evidence of that, but I, <laughs> I get, I just, whoo, yeah, I'm just like thinking about all those people out there that are probably like, man, fuck that guy. And that's, you know, that's, <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. I don't have to see them. They're not in my daily life. Right. So, yeah. That's a, you know, I, it, it's not like an immediate insecurity. Like I think about when I'm walking around throughout my day, but it's something that we're, it's an insecurity that I, if an old friend popped up or someone reached out that I, knew long ago or something like that from that situation, right. I'd be like immediately insecure. Be like, oh. <laughs> you know why, you know, like, you know why I'm not that bothered by it? It's solely to show the growth later on. Because whenever I do run across these people and they have that past perception of me presently, like, I get to prove them wrong. <laughs> I'm just like... I, and I don't. It's some sort of sick, healthy nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> like this yeah. might be the most toxic health benefit. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's like no, I'm not like that anymore. And you know, I've got the proof to show it. Like I, mm-hmm. like just in my demeanor alone, I you can immediately tell that that is not me anymore. And most of the time, dude, they see that and they're like, holy shit, like, this is a changed motherfucker. Like, that's wild. That's great. Hooter 2.0. And <laughs> Hooter 2.0. Like, old Hooter bot over here, boy. But, <laughs> no, that's that's one thing I love about those situations. <laughs> okay, okay. God, it sounds like such a, such a douchey thing to say it's no. like i'm a better person now you're gonna <laughs> fucking love me <laughs> no no because i mean you're not saying it like that you know you're just kind no. of feeling it internally as you're talking to someone that's like it's, it's yeah cool. it's like it's like yeah that was me you're right but it's not anymore so yeah cool like cool. Yeah. that's up to you it's like it's not up to me to decide how you view me that's up to you to yeah. to see the change and if you see the change dude i really appreciate it if not like all right well see you in 10 years when you still haven't thought any different of differently of me. So yeah. yeah. Cool. It's like, <laughs> don't expect that wedding invitation then, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, you're getting married. Yeah, dude. Come on yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. Oh man. Well, I think any last thoughts, great... my friend? No, no. I think that's a All great good? place to kind of wrap up. Um, if you guys can, Rate our show, you know, get on to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and get uh, get us some ratings and help spread the word. Um, we love doing this every week. Um, I'm Marty, that's Hooter over there. And uh, we'll yeah. be back next week for more Juicy Topics. Juicy Topics. <laughs> Scene. Watch out, acapella group. <laughs> We're coming for you. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. <laughs> oh.